Welcome everybody to Studio Insights with myself, Kim, Hannah and Victoria. And this is an opportunity to learn from each other. And today is a unique one because I only get to ask the questions and I'm pretty excited. So you're my special guest. So thank you for making the time to prioritize this episode. And it's all about uh, employee experience. And I think we're a pretty special team, I believe. Um, and because we're so human centered, I think there's a lot of stuff out in the world around, you know, what makes a good employee experience, but really I'd love to know from employees, what makes a good employee experience. So I'm going to ask you guys questions around it and you can share tactical advice, like be really specific, probably say more, like keep going with it, because I think this might be a really nice opportunity for people just to have a smorgasbord of ideas of what's possible and then they can pick and choose what might work for them. And I really believe that employee experience is driven by creating a good one, like business success is driven by employee experience which then means that you guys are happy, you'll serve our customers better. And then as a result, we're re rewarded um, as a business. So you're my priority, then clients. Um, but yeah, I think that has worked well. So what's going to be interesting is I've read a lot of books and podcasts and all that stuff on how to run a business and how to do things well, leadership, management, like all that team cohesiveness and stuff. So I've read a lot and I've experimented on you guys. <laughs> so I think this will be like a true kind of flip on what those books are saying and when you apply them, how it plays out. So yeah, pay attention people. Hopefully if you're leading or if you're managing, supervising any people or you work with others, you will get some tips from the girls on what can improve how you guys enjoy your work life. So thanks for being here, special guests. <laughs> All right, question number one. How do you receive feedback? Um, <laughs> like in everyday work, yeah? Yeah, yeah, all aspects, yes. <laughs> How do you receive feedback in your tasks, um, anything that is work-related? Um, I feel like we get it in a lot of different ways. Um, so one of them would be like if, I've finished a task and I have to email you or Hannah to hand it over to you. Um, a lot of the time I'll receive feedback from my handover, like if I've worked on a project or whatever, or implemented, like I might have implemented feedback or something like that. I'll get feedback from you guys to let me know how um, I went with it. If there was stuff like missing or if there were errors um, that you guys picked up, I'll just get that back in an email update usually. Um, other times it's through Skype. So just like messages from either of you <laughs> um, and I feel like that's generally more if it's client if it's come from the client um because I don't always see that like correspondence myself so you guys keep me like informed of what the client thinks of something I've worked on or that we've all worked on um we do our weekly catch-ups with you Kim mm. um so that's sometimes you'll like hold on to some stuff I guess and we discuss it in that um <laughs> I guess like on calls like we kind of do keep in touch about tasks throughout the week so mm. um if there's something I've handed over or worked on that we haven't there hasn't been like a formal handover like we just update it keep each other updated on calls to say how things are going um or if you've like picked up on something that might have been like really minor that wasn't worth doing like more formal feedback I guess you just kind of mention it in a call mm -hmm. um even like in within studio insights i feel like feedback comes up um mm -hmm. when we're asking each other questions on stuff usually it's in the form of like well you're really good at this so like what advice do you have about mm -hmm. this <laughs> like i think feedback does come come up as part of those questions um that's all I can think of quickly off the top of my head. But Hannah, if you have any you want to add, I'll keep thinking too. <laughs> mm, I feel like you have <laughs> spoken about most of them that I can think of. Um, yeah, I think it is. It's like through emails, Skype, over the phone, in person. Um, 
I think maybe another one is the role statements that we have where we go through like our role statement table and go through each of the things to see how we're performing. I think that's good feedback because it shows what Kim is expecting of us and how we're meeting those expectations. So that's like structured feedback, which is good. Um, studio insights. I think the, like, I can tell when Kim's giving me feedback and it's not always like in a direct way. <laughs> I think it's like, she has like ways of doing it where you don't take it personally. Like you just learn from it and do something different to improve yourself. And I don't know if this is one of your tactics, Kim, but I feel like you'll like, you'll ask a question and get me to reflect on why I've done something a certain way or what I should be doing next. And that question to me makes me reflect and be like, okay, why did I say, like, why did I say it that way? What outcome did I get from that? How could the outcome have been different if I tried something else? So I think the way you do feedback is very reflective and you get Victoria and I to really focus on ourselves. Like you're not like that's wrong. Don't do that. You're like, what outcome did you get from that? And do you think that was the best outcome or what else do you think could have happened if you tried something different? So I really like how you do that because it means we get to take ownership. It's not just being told what to do. It's like you're actually helping us be better. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like you kind of, the way you ask the question, it's kind of like we end up giving the feedback to ourselves. Mm. Like, like we like come to our own conclusion <laughs> about <laughs> if we did something the right, like the best way, I should say not the right way, mm. but just I feel like you'll ask the question I kind of, answer it and then I like ramble on a bit I'm like okay I must like <laughs> I need to write a note about that in the future because I've messed something up <laughs> mm. how much of my tactics am I going to be reviewing and I have to up my game now it's <laughs> very evident it appears <laughs> I did think um, of one other thing though while you're talking then Hannah and that's like feedback from the community which we get from mm-hmm. like any of our social media accounts and YouTube which Kim you'll share some of it like in the in Skype weekly or we just see it ourselves um in the comments but Mm. I guess that's another way we get feedback about things we're working on and talking about Mm. and it's really nice to receive that feedback Mm. like when you hear that people are enjoying our videos and getting value from it or like people are super excited about the Facebook group for example it really when I'm doing those tasks it makes me more motivated to do it because I know that people are getting something from it and it's not just like we're doing it because we have to. We actually have evidence that people are getting value. So I really love how you do that. One thing you mentioned, Hannah, was around your development plans. And I just love to dig deeper into that because I think there's a lot of discussion around like the annual performance review is a waste of time and like we just need to scrap them. Like that's one kind of perspective out in it in the world. Like um and I know so you guys each have a role statement it says like what the next level up tasks look like and um we introduced it as an annual thing but you're supposed to have progress chats around it driven by you would you say so what I hear is supervisors or leadership or management saying we need to scrap performance annual reviews or I see blog posts and stuff that say that now I don't read them um but would you say from an employee perspective they are useful and why if yes or no um yes I feel like it's useful for me personally because it and I'm not the best at it like sometimes I forget about it and have to go oh my gosh I need to look back at my development plan but I think it's good because it like directs what I'm learning like puts direction towards what I'm learning about. And I think sometimes I can go into like this, like, what's the word? I just start learning about all these random things, but there's no actual intent behind what I'm going to do with those things. (laughs) So I think the development plan is really good because before I do my learning time or if I want to do a little bit of extra learning on the weekend or on a night or something, I can have a look and say, okay, what do I actually need to be better at doing? Like what's my how can I be really good at my job and get better and then direct my learning towards those things. So it's more like meaningful, I think, and purposeful than just like random learning. Um, 
So I think it's really good for people who want to get better at what they do personally. But I guess if there's employees out there that just want to do like the minimum, it may not motivate them as much. Like if they're doing everything on their role statement anyway and they don't want to take things to the next level, I don't know if it would be as motivating for me. Mm. So I think there has to be a reason why you would want to put time into it and effort into like checking up on it and learning about things and getting better at things. So if your employee doesn't have a reason, then it's probably not going to be very motivating. Mm. Mm. Any thoughts, Vic, on that? Oh, <laughs> I feel like I'm a bit of a hypocrite if I say they're good because I haven't done mine. <laughs> like I only looked at it with either once and I haven't really gone back to, to my development plan. But <laughs> I do think they are useful. But I also think it depends on like the environment you're in as well. Because mm. um, I think like in like at Elvis Studios, like I feel like there is kind of like a culture of, like wanting to grow and improve so we have there's like constant check-ins it's not like once a year you do a performance review with your manager and then like never talk about it again and usually it's I don't know when I've done them in previous roles I haven't always felt like my manager has actually cared about what I had to say they're just like ticking the box to say we've done your review basically and then nothing comes of it um so I think like they can be a waste of time if people aren't doing them for the right reasons Mm. It's just like, oh, yeah, we do performance reviews kind of thing, but they don't really. <laughs> but I think here we do. Like, it is something that <laughs> others take seriously. <laughs> and, like, it is, like, a continuous thing that you're working on. It doesn't, for Hannah specifically, <laughs> get, like, looked at and forgotten about. Like, he does keep working on it and you have, like, check-ins with each other around it to make sure you're actually taking action from it. It's not just mm. you said once, oh, I want to do this and then, a year later you look at it again and you're like I didn't actually mm. take any steps since the last mm. meeting so yeah I think in the I, right yeah. environment they are definitely useful but it depends on like you and your manager I guess really mm. what you're able to achieve and so what what would you say because it's not like you're not developing or delivering to your role statement so for you what mm. um do you know why you don't pick it up and do it and it's not the expectation to do it the exact same way that Hannah does it but you said we've only looked at it once is there a reason for that I think for me it is because I do there is stuff that I work on already that I find challenging that's like in my current role Mm. statement like I don't feel like I'm just like cruising through like I do I feel like I'm constantly learning stuff and like finding new things that I find hard and like have to work on so I'm not I feel like I'm not quite at the point where I'm like, I want to add more to that yet, unless it comes up like naturally through what I'm doing anyway, which I think some of it kind of has. Um, But yeah, I haven't really got to the point where I'm like, yeah, everything's like, Mm. I haven't learned anything new in ages or I'm getting like bored or I need to like mix Mm. it up a bit. I haven't felt that yet to want to look to do stuff at like a higher level, I guess. Mm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I can relate to that too Vic mm. like I forgot about it for a very long time because I was just mm. so caught up in what I was learning in the moment yeah I didn't think about it and then when I did I sort of panicked and was like oh my gosh like I've forgotten about it mm. but when I had a look through I was like I have been doing a lot of things on it I just hadn't put time aside to check how I was progressing against each of the things mm. um and I think another thing well as well like it's a lot of long-term things and I think for people who like instant gratification of I want to achieve what I'm working on right now like what's what's expected of me this week what do I actually have to get done by the end of the week that to me is more important sometimes and it may not be right the right thing but that's more important than the long-term goals and sometimes I can forget about booking in time to like contribute to the long-term goals because I'm like I've got all these other short-term ones that I'd have to do first Mm. so it's not like the top of my priority list I think that's what sort of happened when I didn't look at it yeah yeah I feel like I definitely haven't prioritized it because I do think I still like think about it like I need to do that but I'd Mm. never get to it 
because I feel like I do always put other things above it. Mm. But I think the thing, other things I'm putting before it are still like important to me because it is like mm. I want to do a good, I want to be like the best I can be at what I'm already doing mm. and then like add to that mm. eventually <laughs> once I feel like more confident, I guess. Yeah. Yes, what I'm already doing. Mm. With that then, next question it leads on to what are the development opportunities that you get each week? What do they look like? Um, well, I feel like every new like project we do has different, like everything we work on is a little bit different. I don't often get tasks where I'm like, I've done this exact same thing before. Mm-hmm. Like it could be little stuff like developing something differently to how I've done before or like a client. I don't know, their feedback where I'm like, I don't fully understand that or like I haven't had to do that before. Just like little things like that, but they all kind of add up where I'm like learning a new skill each time. Mm. Mm. But it's not necessarily like a whole new part of my role. It's just little bits within it that are like slightly different that I need. Like I'll check in with one of you about to be like, I don't understand what this means or like I need to Google and like figure out how to do this. It's... Yeah, like little things like that that come up, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then occasionally there are like actually new tasks, like learning how to do tenders recently, where it's like a whole new concept to me that I haven't done before. Mm. There's things like that that come up every now and then too. Yeah. So a lot of your development that you're sharing at the moment is self-directed based on tasks um, and a bit of mm-hmm. freedom to learn and experiment and apply learn on the job actually that's what it would be yeah yeah I think so and like we do to get our learning time each week as well which is something I also would say I'm not the best at prioritizing because things do come up but like when I use that I do like to use that to try and improve how I do stuff in future again whether it's like development based or just some random topic I want to learn about um But yeah, I guess that's all self-directed mm. as well. Yeah. So that basically we as a team, each of us have an hour a week to be able to choose anything that we want to learn that will help us be better in our roles. What else? Formal or informal learning development opportunities that you get each week? Uh, well, I think we get studio insights as well, which is useful. Like that's an opportunity for us to ask questions of each other and learn from each other. Um, I think Skype is like really good, like Mm -hmm. random, but when I'm sending client emails, you've given your time to me, Tim, to show me, like I'll write an email and then you'll give feedback and tell me like why to write Mm -hmm. things a certain way or do certain things. So I think having your time as the leader and you being open to giving your time for that sort of thing has been really helpful whether it's on Skype or on a phone call. Um, The learning time. And I think, yeah, the same as what Vic said, like all of our projects are so different and there's always new things that we have to do. And I think you're very good at being like, okay, you do it. (laughs) Like you don't take things and do it for us. You're like, you give it a go, like you can do it. So I think those opportunities are really good too, to push Mm. us. Mm. What else? I think having time allocated to work on our Facebook group and like look at other mm. Facebook groups too, because everyone shares a lot of like cool, um, like advice and like. I don't know mm. cool things I've worked on in there mm. but having time allocated to actually look at that and like for us to try and share and add value and you can also learn from like other people who are commenting on that kind of stuff trying to help each mm-hmm. other yeah yeah that is a good one mm, uh, <laughs> you've sent through like I didn't get to do it actually because I was too busy last Thursday but you send through like conference opportunities when there's free conferences and I have gone to a couple of conferences this year, like online ones that have been really mm. good. So I think they're a good opportunity for learning as well. Yeah. 
-hmm. and webinars and stuff actually we share that yeah. kind of stuff with each other yeah articles mm -hmm. mm. jungle theme <laughs> exploration <laughs> to be well, yeah, our e-learning e inspiration board where we find things and share it with each other i think that's sort of developing ourselves as well like mm. seeing different examples and things yep yeah cool what uh what specific employee benefits do you get like think about reward and recognition um well i think our excursions are hmm. part of that mm -hmm. Like we get to go on cool things each month, which are for like inspiration, but it's like taking, we're using like work time to go and like mm. bond together as a team and also do like cool activities at the same time that will help us with work. Um, we do like random team lunches and that kind of thing, mm -hmm. which are nice. Um, what else do we do? <laughs> I love I feel like what Bell Vista Studios is really good for is the flexibility mm. I love how you will be like like if you have anything on if you have an appointment like just do it it's fine as long as you can get your client work done I like that we don't have to be like in front of the desk looking at a screen from exactly 7 30 to 4 30 like you figure out your own day which is really nice mm. like it feels definitely more free than any other job I've had I feel like I have, like, control over my day. Um, having RDOs and getting to choose mm. if we want them or not. And if we do want them, like, when we want them and how we want to, if we want to split them or, like, take it. Mm. Yep. So we work basically an extra 45 minutes every day, all three of us, um, so that we can have a nine-day fortnight. Mm. That's good. Um, I like how you encourage us to take annual leave and take time off. Mm. I feel like that's really good. Like you're not a boss that's like you shouldn't ever take time off and you should be what like don't take your leave sort of thing. Like you're very good at encouraging us to do that. Um, we can work from wherever we want. That's pretty cool. Mm. Like we can work from home or from Brisbane or wherever like another country, whatever you want, which is really cool. We can wear whatever we want. Like there's no rules around you have to look a certain way or you can't have tattoos or you have to wear a uniform. Like it's very, just be yourself, which I love. I like that we have the option to go to co-work as well. Cause mm. like that is something that like you've chosen to pay for, for us because it was something that we wanted to do together. Mm. And you didn't have to, but it's like a nice reward fact. Mm. <laughs> you know, we appreciate. <laughs> Definitely. And like random, like you'll give us random early marks and stuff like that when mm -hmm. it works out, when it's kind of like a little bit of downtime or whatever. Like, I don't know where I was going with that sentence, but that was all I really had to say. Anyway. <laughs> we get birthdays off. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I love that. And we do our birthday activities together where we get to choose mm. something we want to do and do it all together. Yeah, love that. I think that's and most you've of given it. us like you have given us random days off a few times too. Yeah. Like when I visited Hannah in Sydney, you gave us a day off. Mm. Just to do fun stuff. <laughs> and Christmas party, did you mention that? How we got to uh, no, I hadn't mentioned that yet. You gave us like a budget and we got to Victoria and I went out and like splurged and went crazy <laughs> and had the best day ever. Within the budget. <laughs> yeah, within the budget. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I like surprises. Yeah. We're very lucky. Cool. Um, what about... How do you think we achieve a positive team cohesion? Um, 
I don't really know how to explain it. Like, I feel like a big part of it is having open communication, but I feel like we mainly have that because of like the relationship we have with each other already, mm. like that we like all care about each other and like respect each other's opinions and like it's all like stems from that. Mm. But I don't know how to like how to say how people could achieve that because <laughs> it is kind of just like people getting along with people and like yeah. being on the same kind of like level as Wait, each other. Like we have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to explain it properly, but having like that respect for each other mm. so that we can say like exactly what we want to say about things and we're all like open to hearing each other's thoughts I don't feel like there's like a hierarchy kind of thing mm. like at the, even though like you're the director obviously Kim and you're like the end <laughs> decision maker I feel like you make us or you definitely make me feel like you value my opinion kind of thing it's not mm. like you're the boss and like you just tell everyone what to do like it's a very mm. it feels very like equal to me when we have discussions and I feel like I can say anything and I think that makes it more positive because it's not like you kind of sit here feeling like you can't say anything or yeah <laughs> that was kind of rambling but no, I, totally get that. <laughs> I think we're like also pretty self-aware like the type of people that we are and what we do to improve ourselves we sort of know what each of us are good at and we mm-hmm. respect that in the other person like we know everyone has their strengths and everyone's good at different things and we all like no one thinks they're better than anyone they're just like oh that person's good at this thing let's chat to them Mm. so it is like what you said Vic it's not a hierarchy it's just we're all very like we're different people but we have similar values so like we agree on like the core things but surface level stuff we can give each other advice and we balance out really well I think Mm. And we actually care. Like I can tell that you guys care about me. Like if I have something like a difficult phone call or something that you think I might be nervous about, like you both actually care and like check in with me. Where I don't think a lot of workplaces would do that. Like you'd feel sort of on your own or feel like worried people would judge you. But with us, like we genuinely want to help each other, which I think is really nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we do, like, we all want, like, what's best for each other and we all know that we all want what's best for each other. So whether, like, when we give feedback, whether it's, like, positive or, like, I think you should Mm. change this or whatever, like, we all know it's coming from, like, a good place. Mm. So we're all, like, open to it. It doesn't turn into, like, a negative (laughs) space when we give feedback like that. Yeah. Yeah, again, I feel like that comes back to, like, yeah, our relationships with each other that we can be like that. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I can't yeah, like I know that either of you, there's no way that you would like purposely treat me poorly or put me in a bad situation. Like mm. any feedback that you give me, I know it's because it's for like to improve the way I do something or like a better outcome for the team. Like I know you, like you guys just wouldn't do that. Mm. How do you know like that? I- well, I think it's built over time, like trust and respect for people. Like, you know what? I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I think it is to do with trust. And like, I see how, like, you guys interact with each other. Wait, how do I say this? <laughs> <laughs> I think it is something that, like, happens over time. So it's like I've gotten to, like, know <laughs> you guys, I think. And then I see like how you interact with each other and I like appreciate that. So when that's like directed at me, I feel good. I don't know. <laughs> it's really hard to explain. <laughs> Is it like you're mirroring what you see, like the culture, like you're taking on the culture or something? Um, no, I don't know. It's just like if Kim... No, I don't know how to explain it. It's not what you said, so I'm not explaining it. <laughs> it sounds like, it. Vic, it might be that, you know, you've got, if you, you use the example of Hannah and I, where you respect both of us, you see us treating each other 
with respect and then when you're treated with that respect it comes down to that we're all on the same level achieving the same thing is that what you're trying to explain yeah and I think just in general like when I see how you like speak about clients or with clients and all of that like I it's always like positive to me and it's always like both of you trying to do the best for the client like you just want to help so whenever you direct any feedback at me it's like I know that it's coming from a good place still because that's mm. just how you are like mm, obviously that's yeah, just how you are in general like with other people you deal with so like I can't imagine it would be different just for me <laughs> like I just know that you are good people from the other interactions I've seen yeah mm, that's cool yeah I see that anything else on that you were talking about um what were we talking about? Positive team cohesion. I don't know. I think we, like, for me, I feel like we have covered it. I think mm-hmm. there's, like, self-awareness, mm-hmm. trust, communication. Yeah. Good intentions. Mm-hmm. It sounds like in summary, it's just appreciating each other for their authentic self and allowing them Mm -hmm. to be that because we're innately good. People are innately good. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, My next question is what about your task design works for you? So think about um, like your roles overall. You've got like little tasks that when I say little, I mean like ones that fit into like half a day um what your week looks like so what about your task design works for you um I think like I always know that I have everything I need and if I don't it's like very easily available to me like I just show up at work, check my calendar invite and it's like I, most of the time I would say I know exactly what I'm doing. Like sometimes I need clarification, but even then it's like you're just a phone call away to check in and say I don't understand this or this. So I like that it's not, you're not like micromanaging at all. It's you give us like what we need to work with and it's not like 500 pages of like instructions. It's just, yeah, like straight to the point. This is what you need to do. Here's what you need to do it. Mm. And I know if I have questions, I can ask you. So I like that because I don't feel like I need more than that. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. How do you talk about it? I can't. <laughs> no, that's good. I agree. Yeah, I think it's very clear. Like our calendar invites give us what we need. Um, we do have some flexibility, like client tasks will get scheduled but then we also have like generally have a bit of space in the day where we have like buffer time or where we can do what we want to do, like whatever flow over tasks we have. Um, I think it's sort of mode, like it's would be motivating for a lot of people. And it is for me in a way, like how we get things done quickly. Like we don't, I think in other jobs I've had, like you could, it could be like months and like things just, take forever to happen (laughs) but with us it's like it's due by the end of today and then like the next person takes over so I think that's like motivating to know that like we have our certain amount of time and we do it like we always achieve a lot in the week it's not like we're sitting on the one thing for months and months and months like we actually do achieve a lot so I think that's really cool I think I've learned a lot about like, for example, with my project managing, like putting in buffer time for that. Like that's probably been lessons I've had where you just learn over time, like what works for you and if you need extra time to do things. Mm -hmm. But I think we have like pretty good control over our own calendars. So like you do say, like if you need to get something done or like with my project management time, you're like, just give yourself that buffer time. Like don't try and work late or whatever. Like you actually listen to us when we do need more time or need to move things around which is good what about the kind of stuff that you work on as well like the different 
types of tasks that you might undertake? How do they work for you? I feel like we have good variety. Like I'm always doing something different. I don't think any day is ever the same. So I reckon it's good because you don't get bored. Like it's always something different and we're always learning. I don't ever feel like I'm a hundred percent, like I've done this a million times and I'm just on like robot mode. Mm. I feel like all of my tasks like require thinking and like we are very purposeful the way we work. Like we don't just do things to get it done quickly. Like we actually think about what's the best outcome. And mm. so it's like a good job because you brain's always active and you're always like in the like I'm in the flow a lot so my days go by very quick what about you Vic I agree with all of that <laughs> the other thing I was going to say before was um I like that you involve us in like quoting for projects and that kind of thing it's not mm. like you're giving us these really unrealistic time frames for things like if we have a new project you'll say this is what needs to be done like have a look through it um and let me know how long you think it will take. And I appreciate that because I haven't always had that. And sometimes you would get given stuff and it's like it's due at this time or like you have to get it done by tomorrow or whatever. And it was just like completely ridiculous and mm. made you feel like really bad that you couldn't get it done. But I think mm. like having, yeah, having like the opportunity to say, like I think it would take me, and it is like different for each of us. Like I'll be mm -hmm. like, that would take me longer because like I don't know this bit as well or mm -hmm. whatever it mm. is. Like, I appreciate having that chance when we are getting new tasks. Mm. Um, I don't know what else. I agree with Hannah. Like, every day is different. It's never, yeah. it definitely doesn't get boring. <laughs> and what about how your tasks have uh, evolved as you have? and that task alignment to you as a person any insights or tactical things that you could share on that um well I guess that kind of comes down to what you do Kim because like a lot of time you're the one who's scheduling our time and like you take into account the stuff that you know we enjoy doing mm. more or less um and I feel like our roles have just kind of like shifted as time's gone on where we take on more of that stuff. Um, so like, I, cause I prefer like the development side of things. So a lot of the time that's what I end up doing. Um, whereas like, well, I guess I haven't learned as much instructional design stuff yet, but even just something simple like video, editing videos, like I hate that. It's like, I can't make the process quick no matter how many times I've tried to do it. And I just find it like very painful. Whereas Hannah loves it. So like 99% of the time she does all the videos. So yeah. just little things like that where anywhere else it could be like, well, too bad. Like everyone's got to do their own bit, even if they hate it. But I think you do like take our personal preferences into account mm. where you can so that like we do get to work on the stuff that we enjoy more. Mm. And that does make the day so quick because you're not sitting there being like, I hate this. <laughs> yep, I agree. I feel like we, yeah, you definitely structured the task in a way where we get to do what we enjoy and what we're each good at. And I think we're just really lucky because our team, like we all have different interests. We all like doing different things. And I think we're a good balance for each other. So that's been like very lucky. But I guess, yeah, it's just nice for you to actually listen to what we enjoy doing and taking that on board when we get given tasks. And I guess that like ties in with our development plans we talked about before. Like when you did that with me, it wasn't like you've got to do this, this and this. It was like, tell me what, like figure out what you're interested in. Tell me how you want to learn about it. And like, we'll make a plan from there. It wasn't like, well, all of a sudden, like this new thing that you would hate that I know you would hate is going to be part of like your role. Um, although studio insights did stuff like that. You love it now though. <laughs> Generally, yeah, it is like, you're not just sitting there telling us what to do. Like we have conversations about it. And if there's things we can't like fully eliminate, we share those things. <laughs> no one likes doing that. <laughs> but otherwise we try and like, yeah, 
give it to whoever enjoys it the most. Yeah. Well, even with proposals, like we won't apply for things unless we know we'd actually enjoy it. Like someone in the mm-hmm. team would like it, which I think is cool as well. Yeah. You know, just taking it, like applying for the sake of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, how do you know that you're valued as an individual in our team? Um, well, I think it comes up with like in feedback a lot. First of all, just like receiving feedback when you could not tell us all the good things that you hear sometimes, <laughs> like you choose to share that with us. Um, and I think like us, we do all ask for each other's opinions. Whereas again, you could easily not do that and just think whatever like you've written or whatever like you've decided is best, like asking for other people's opinions and actually taking them into account. Like Mm -hmm. that to me shows that you value what I have to say. Otherwise, why would you ask and why would you Mm. potentially change what you were going to do just like Mm. based on what I've said? Um, And just like having time for each other, I think whether it's like answering a question on Skype or mm. doing a call to help someone understand something better. Like, I don't know. I think there's a lot of stuff. It's like, it would be so easy not to do that, but we do do it <laughs> because mm. we value each other and want each other to do well. <laughs> mm. I don't know, anything? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I feel like we do, like we listen to each other. Um definitely the feedback thing like when you're writing emails Kim and you ask us to read it like that feels nice because it shows that you do like take into consideration what our knowledge is and what we think um what else I think even like doing these sort of videos like the fact that you want to get insight from Victoria and I like it shows that you trust us and yeah even like getting Victoria and I to do studio insights when you're not when you weren't here it shows that you like trust in us and you're happy for us to like put stuff out into the world without you checking it first like I think that shows that you're yeah I think that comes up a lot too like I'm I can't think of specific examples right now but I can think of so many times when like you've said no I trust you like no I'm not going to check that mm-hmm. I trust you no I'm not going to do that I trust you like yeah that does give me confidence and like mm-hmm. we can just make a post and put it on the social media for the whole company and you're not sitting there like sometimes I proofread some things <laughs> but you're not like yeah you don't you're not there like over our shoulder trying to pick things apart like you trust us to just do our own thing yeah which I think shows that you value us <laughs> and what we have to say. Yeah. And you invest in us. Like, I feel like you give us feedback when, like you put effort into telling us when something isn't right because you know it'll help us be better. Mm. So it's like a good balance. Hmm. What else? Um, and know that you're valued as an individual in our team. Oh, you kept me employed. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> we get individual catch-ups. That's a, like an opportunity for you to see us as an individual and like give us feedback and... Um, probably our role statement even like you've considered what we enjoy doing and how we could take things next level like that shows you've thought about who we are what we like doing and what we're capable of doing in the future getting our birthdays off that's pretty individual (laughs) (laughs) you use our names when you talk to us (laughs) okay I might move on now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no another one you post yibs on your um on the instagram mm. like i love that because i'm like i love yibs and i know you're not into dogs but you still like <laughs> put yibs out there so it shows that you like have incorporated me into the company i love that 
Um, what was I going to say on that? I can't remember now. Oh, I was just going to say, like, at this point, you know, like a lot of the things we're talking about, they're not groundbreaking. They're so small that you can put into your day as a leader or a supervisor. And it's about prioritizing it because the results are worth it. You know, like when I think about how enjoyable work is for me as whether like I'm the director of the company or like managing you guys as a team, how enjoyable life is, how my life is made easier by doing these things. It's just totally worth it. And it is our responsibility as leaders to do that. Um, so I just encourage whoever is thinking about it, like get into your calendar right now and prioritize whatever is resonating so that you start implementing that with your teams. Um, what specific leadership behaviors impact your employee experience positively? <laughs> positively. Can you say the start of that question again? <laughs> what leadership was it qualities yes, did you say Victoria I would love to support you in this way right now and repeat what I said thank you for listening um, <laughs> nah. what what specific leadership behaviors impact your employee experience What's the difference between is behavior and quality like oh, quality like the same thing? <laughs> you fired me. <laughs> I think uh, just share whatever behavior I would like to see is like specific things people do. Mm. Okay. And like, think about it. Like we're all leaders in our own right. Right. It's not just me. This is not a moment of like, tell me why I'm great, <laughs> but like a project management project manager is a leader sometimes you're the leader of certain tasks so think about those things as well I think flexibility is a big one like we're all quite flexible with each other so for example like right now if I was like I have to go take you to the vet you wouldn't be like oh gosh like this is so unfair that Hannah gets like the afternoon off blah 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 like we're all very and you as well, Kim, like, you're like, yeah, no, that's fine. Like, you just make it work for you. Like, I think that's a really great leadership skill because I think resentment can build if employees aren't able to do what they need to do and they act like their personal life. Mm. Um, you go, Vic, if you've thought of anything or thinking. I think asking questions, like, not mm. just because you're the leader, like, not making assumptions about what you're, whoever you're leading is, like, capable of or what, like, they would want like just asking them instead mm. Mm. yeah I must be getting ticks from this episode then because I've had about 10 questions so far <laughs> <laughs> put them in the trust bank <laughs> I think trusting your team to do things is a big thing like I like having a leader that trusts that I can do things and pushes me to do things I haven't done before um, like I don't like it in the moment because I'm like I don't want to do it <laughs> but in the long term like it's what I need I like having a leader that's like just like you can do it is that a you can do it or is that a you can do it <laughs> you can do it you have to do it <laughs> I think like caring, like if something's happened in our life, personal lives, we actually care about each other and you'll be like, how are you going? Like, how are you feeling? Is work too overwhelming for you with that going on? Like you actually care about us as individuals. You're not just like, cool story, bro. <laughs> like you actually ask questions and show that you care, which is nice. Mm -hmm. But I think showing support like at, within like work stuff as well. Like I find that if like if I'm having an off day some days and I haven't like messaged you as much or haven't checked in about something like 
um, like him especially, I guess, because you'll you'll more across what I'm usually working on. Like you'll send a message just just to ask, like, is everything going okay? Like, do you need help with your task? Or like having that is good because I mm. do sometimes find it hard to like reach out for help. So having someone there who can like pick up on that <laughs> is useful. I know I should just like yeah. ask for help, but it is hard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice having that, I think. Yeah. And I think there are like lots of people that can relate to that too, where it's, mm. you don't necessarily want to reach out and like, maybe not that I've ever felt like I'm bothering you, but like, there is that feeling sometimes, like, I know they're really busy and like, I don't want to annoy them, but like, I'm struggling with this. Mm. So it's good when, even when leaders are busy, like they do make the mm. time to check in. Yeah. I think when they allow you to be authentic too, like giving you permission to just be yourself and not have to like be what they're like, mm. I think is important. How can that be achieved? Because um, if you're both like me, yo, life would be brilliant. I'm only messing. I think it is things like when, say, if we have a call with a client or something, you're not sitting there saying like, say this, say this, say this. It's yeah. like, this is what, like, this is the general thing you need to get across in the phone call, but it's like, we can <laughs> speak <laughs> however we like want. <laughs> yeah. And like, so, like if we swear or something, yeah. like, you know, you're not sitting there like to slap us <laughs> on the head and be like, you can't talk like that at work. Like you just let us be whatever we are yeah naturally <laughs> although you probably swear more than us so. <laughs> <laughs> and for like client meetings and videos you're not like you have to wear this like make sure you're you're covering your arms or make sure your hair's neat or like just, just like whatever just show up also role modeling that myself very well <laughs> <laughs> It took a while for me to get used to because I'm used to like corporate world where you have to like wear a certain thing and speak a certain way so I remember it was almost uncomfortable to be authentic to begin with I was like this is weird <laughs> but then it's so good once you realize you have permission to do it life's a lot more I think I'm back. I, sorry I don't know, I you oh no I'm done <laughs> I was gonna say I think that does come back to like having the trust with each other though Mm. and like we all know that we all have good intentions so like you don't feel the need to warn us or tell us like not to do something because you mm -hmm. know we wouldn't really do something like that anyway <laughs> yeah it's like when people say like like say you had a supervisor that's like don't speak rudely to the client I'd be like why would you even think that I would do that in the first place like that would mm -hmm. be a negative for me but mm -hmm. you're always like I like fully believe in the way you're going to deal with this and just like be yourself and I know you wouldn't ever like you always have good intentions so everything will be fine like just be you mm -hmm. whereas in the past I think it's been like don't do this don't do that <laughs> and that like is very frustrating I think because you don't feel like someone trusts you like your leader trusts you if they say things like that What's your message to those people who lead a team so that they can positively impact their people? Be more like kids. <laughs> I love dogs in the office. <laughs> I love hugs. <laughs> well, I think they just like, they've already watched this video, obviously, if they've gotten to this point, but like take, <laughs> take notes and on the stuff that they think would actually work, like, work for them naturally I guess and make mm. sure you do it like I feel like there's been lots of good well it is us giving that <laughs> <laughs> I think we've said a lot of like the good things that we appreciate and I think a lot of it is like what's the word I think a lot of other people would want what we have because mm. it is so good <laughs> 
Yeah, I think like treat them like a human being. Like it can sound like super over simple, but I don't even know if that's a word. I just made that up. <laughs> but, um, like remember that they're a person and they have like their own things that they're passionate about. And just by talking to them and asking them what's important to them, you can find out so much. And I think if you consider them, then you have more, it's like more ground to be honest with them and get what you need from them as well. Like you've built a relationship with Victoria and I because you've respected us, understood what our needs are, you know, what what we're passionate about. And that means that you, like if you gave me feedback and said, I want you to do this differently, I'm much more inclined to listen to you and like actually do what you're wanting. Mm. So it goes both ways. Like if you want your employees to do things for you and be the perfect employee, then you need to be listening to them and be like a good supervisor for them too, or a leader. Why is all this important to you as an employee? If someone did all of these things. Well, for me, I feel like it does, like it completely changes what the job is like to do. Mm-mm. Because I have, like, I do love this job and, like, I love coming to work, whereas I haven't always had that in the past because I haven't had that kind of relationship with, like, my supervisor or my manager or whatever. And I didn't feel like they respected me or Mm. what I had to say. And so I did, like, hate, I have hated some of the jobs that I've had because of that. Mm. Um, Yeah. And, I yeah, I feel like I have always kind of been, like, putting on a, like, professional Mm. kind of facade when I'm at work because I wasn't allowed to say certain things or do things the way that I thought was best whereas here like we have the opportunity to say what we think is best and Mm. yeah figure out what works for all of us Mm. like it just makes work more enjoyable if you (laughs) have that level of interaction happening I think Mm. yeah definitely I think it's like we spend so much of our time at work as well I think it's so important that we actually enjoy it like that's from a whole life perspective sort of thing like if you actually enjoy your days you're gonna have a much better life I think um I think it does like we've spoken about it a lot before but it does trickle down to the customer experience I think if like Victoria and I are happy then it like flows onto the customer because if we're not happy we're not as likely to get everything perfect and make sure that we're handing over a really quality product who's not going to feel the passion and feel like we're respected or we're actually making a difference. But when we like the way that we do feel, cause we feel respected and we want to do a good job, the client gets much better quality outputs, I think. And we're like more inclined to speak up if we think something could be done a better way, because we feel like what we have to say is valuable and that leads to a better product because we like bring things up rather than just like, handing it over when there's issues Mm. Um, I don't know I think that's sort of it like if you don't have a team that's happy they're probably not going to do good work and they're probably trying to find another job so you'll just have to like hire someone else (laughs) which is not fun I don't think because you have to like go through the whole onboarding process for multiple people Is there anything else that you'd like to share? That's kind of the end of my question. So anything else that probably I haven't touched on that you think makes your experience working of working in our team great that you would encourage others to do? I think for me, it's just like, we're like a an example of a team that's sort of a bit futuristic like we haven't held on to the traditional corporate you have to wear certain clothes you have to speak a certain way you have to be at your desk from nine to five you can't take any time off unless it's sick leave and then you need a medical certificate like I feel like you've created a new version of the workforce and I think it leads to much more engaged, like I've never felt so engaged as what I have with this job. It leads to engagement. We still like get our work done. Like I think people, leaders or owners of companies can get scared that if they let go of that control, 
and let like are a bit more flexible and listen to what they have to say that they'll they won't get the results but I truly do think that if you care about your people you give them flexibility and you trust them you will get results Anything, Vic? I don't think so. <laughs> cool. Well, I think there's heaps of ideas in here. And I'll just say, like, these ideas are, you know, before I started the company, I had, like, a little checklist of when I'd listen to podcasts and stuff. I was like, when I start a business, I'll remember these things. Like, wouldn't it be cool to have RDOs or wouldn't it be cool to do whatever? And then I always built on that and added to it. And over time, I got in positions to execute on some of them. Um, and then they get revealed because you guys tell me this is important to us now um, or we want this improvement or this isn't working. What can we do differently? So all of the things have kind of come together over time. It's not like rip the Band-Aid and make sure you implement them. But there's a lot of things that you can do straight away. And I think it's probably about the human side of who you're dealing with, like the team member as a human, focus on them to prioritize them first and then focus on um, like structuring tasks and development plans around them and just sit down and listen to who they are and connect the dots, be curious about them. I think will help achieve some of those things like the respect and trust that you say that you're sharing, that you shared mm -hmm. in the video. Um, and I guess like even for me now, like this week is my reflection and goal setting quarterly check-in, like a lot of the stuff that you've shared today, I'll use that because one of the things I need to reflect and um, set new goals on are the team experience and the employee experience. So what you've shared are important and there's current, there's consistent themes coming through then I'll look at, well, how do we kind of tweak that a little bit more to make it even better? Because that sounds like it's very important to you. And what's interesting is sometimes I think these things are important to you guys. Um, and then I hear what you've said today and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. It's a little bit different to what I thought. Let's try and prioritize that thing for you first as part of this reflection and goal setting so that we can start executing and then you're getting those employee benefits. So that's my commitment to you guys is to look at that and watch this space you know how I always get all excited and have new things when I do this so <laughs> coming to you soon <laughs> so yeah I just encourage other people to do that as well and you guys shared that like where the annual review is like yeah we have a one-off conversation then nothing happens like it's just continuous lessons learned continuous improvement mm -hmm. tweaking yeah so make sure you're prioritizing that well, thank you for sharing your experience. I'm sure that it has added value. Appreciate you giving your insights into what brings value to your life as employees. Thanks, Kim. Yeah. All good. Thanks everyone for watching. Uh, please share this with your supervisor or your leader if you think they could be doing some improvements. Now they'll get to the end of the video and they're like, mm, I know <laughs> now why they sent this video to me, but maybe they don't need to, they won't make the connection. But it's all just hints. What happens is we get so busy in life that we don't prioritize these things. And sometimes we have good intention, but we're not able to because we're just immersed in the day-to-day -day ongoing cogwheel. So when they hear videos like this, they're like, oh, I've always been thinking of doing that or I'd love to do that for my team. So share this video with them or other leaders so that they can get that spark of inspiration. We've told them and we're telling you now, prioritize it in your calendar, prioritize it for your team so they'll execute on it. And thank you for watching. Until another episode of Studio Insights, reflect, take action, be legendary. Peace. What's up, awesome human? Thank you, thank you, thank you on behalf of myself and the Bell Vista Studios team for continuously choosing to learn with us. We really appreciate it. If the tips and the insights and the context resonate with you and you want to take your skills to the next level or you want to make your life way easier, you will love our Creator Hub. The Creator Hub is a place for people like you and us. Basically, it's the stuff that we use internally at Bell Vista Studios and then we just share it publicly with you. The Creator Hub is created by instructional designers for instructional designers. And what you'll love there at the moment is we've got a quiz could I be a better instructional designer that has 
so much tips in the feedback if you're interested in human-centered design or just taking your skills to the next level in terms of the solutions you're creating the problems you want to solve but in there as well aren't we cute that's us um but we've got the coaching courses freebies give us gratitude and also we've got some templates and basically they're always around the lens of learning experience design instructional design and e-learning so a human-centered design focus is very much what we're about at bell vista studio so putting your learners at the heart of a solution and creating something for their needs so there's the human-centered design stuff and then we've also got the business stuff so this is the stuff they don't teach you about when you want to become a freelancer or a consultant in the instructional design world so go check it out the link is in the description you can check out everything that is available for you thank you for choosing to learn with us continuously invest in your skills you will be rewarded as an instructional designer share this stuff share it with other people because when we are better instructional designers we create better solutions that create better humans that create a better world so we have a very important role and i'm excited to be on this journey with you have an awesome day